Detroit O and Mike aka Tipsy Russell and uh we played the chop the screw version of what up though and that is the most horrible as is that a genre is that would be a genre I would say it is yeah I'm, I haven't smoked enough enough high grade weed and drank enough to be able to appreciate chop and screw it's definitely not nothing I prefer yeah, no, it's it's like a it's like a specific thing. Like if you're somebody who like do a lot of hard drugs and like smoke, drink a lot of lean or whatever the shit Lil Wayne be on, that's the kind of music you listen to. I, I never got into it. It's, I know it's a big thing in Houston and shit and down south. It's like a trend or whatever. But I think it's I one of those. It. It's, it's those uh, uh, Gas tank on E, but all drinks on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, things of music, whatever the fuck you want to call it. No Shit's crap. No boozy shade. No boozy shade. Yeah. But uh, anyway, welcome to our fifth uh, episode. Again, thanks everybody for listening to the first four. Uh, we've been getting pretty good plays and so forth and good feedback. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you uh, for that. Um, we haven't had too many bad f- feedbacks. You know, we had some people. Uh, Tell us that our mixing suck, but then they didn't give any uh, <laughs> suggestions. Uh, ugly eagle. <coughs> <coughs> but uh, we working it out, so you know. Yeah, we, we got like uh, I don't know. We, we understand that the, the the sound could use a little bit of improvement. We're going to work on that, but I'm working a lot of hours and we're busy, so we don't have time to like Google all these editing techniques and whatnot. But we're going to try to work out something where it sounds a little cleaner next week. So we'll figure it out at some point. So, but anyhow, um, I don't want to waste no time. I want to just hop into like Otis telling y'all his story of how he got blocked by Big Boy of Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I mean, I, I've heard the story, but I, everybody else need to hear it. So, uh, before that, about that, we have uh, our unofficial sponsors. Uh, we have Moose Drew beer, which I'm only drinking, and then we have. Uh, Captain Morgan's Silver Spice Rum. It's like a white rum. And uh, we have an array of cigars that we've gone... I'm actually going yeah, to Yeah, I, uh, I told my homeboy Steve we we're going to talk about the cigars we got. So he, I know he into it. We probably don't have a lot of people that's that's into it tough. But I think we could run down our cigar game a little bit for anybody who might be interested. All right, well, I'll start off. The first cigar I had was a... Uh, Ortez, oh, I'm sorry, Omar Ortez original. Um, it was okay. I stopped at about, I don't know, an inch and a half, two inches 
because it was just kind of trash. The pool was kind of weird. I used a, a punch for it, and I don't know. It just seemed to be a real tight roll cigar. And it was actually the special for like three bucks on sale, and it was a three dollar cigar. Um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, well, was it three dollars straight up? No, no, that, it, was it was on. It was on sale. Yeah, I think of the original. It was part of a deal. Don't have niggas yeah. out here thinking you just bought a three dollar. No, 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 no. I'll go. I will explain. Yeah, yeah. It was a. Uh, it was on sale. I forget the original price, but it it, it wasn't worth. It. I wouldn't do it again. Um, the second one I had was a. I don't you know this. Cifuente. Partaga 1845, which is a really good smoke. I really like this one. Um, I'm, I'm really big into the infused ones, so this one's a regular cigar, like a mild smoke, but it's a good cigar. And I think I'm going to go with this, will be a three cigar night. I think I'm going to go with this Monte, right? Monte Crisco White Reserve. I'm sorry, White Series. Um, next. So, what's, what cigars you have? I got the same um, Tabak that I had last week, and then I got this. That was a great cigar too, by the way. Yeah, I think it slid into my number two. Like I like the infused joints too, and um, I think the Tabak that I had last week just slid into my number two past the Java that I had last week, which is my previous number two. Uh, Most stuff by Acid is still my favorite. Um, I do the Acid Cuba Cuba and Acid fourteen hundred. Those are I love those, but I just kind of lumped them into one group, so. Those are, that's my number one. But those have become kind of trendy, I've noticed, when I'm in the humidor at the cigar place. I notice, like, every walk of life, like, every, like, roach-ass nigga that come through gets, like, a, gets, like, immediately heads to that section. So I kind of feel, like, less of a connoisseur if I'm smoking that. So You, you kind of don't want to be associated with roach-ass niggas. So right. I, get, I so get that. I'm kind of like, I don't know. But that's still my favorite. But uh, this Taybag just moved to my number two. And then my other one is this Rocky Patel, uh, which is a very, very popular brand. But I grabbed the one of the pricier ones, uh, Vintage 1990. Um, I just started on it. It's, like, way, way smoother, like, a lot easier to handle. I look at it as kind of like the, the cigar equivalent of a good liquor. Like, if you get, like, a liquor that's shitty, it's kind of like you drink it and it's like you make that scrunchy face. Like, oh, like, this shit is kind of tough going down. If you get something good, it's, it's real smooth. I look at this this Rocky Patel 1990 is like the high-level liquor of cigar. So it's, 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 it's a really smooth, really smooth smoke, nothing harsh. It's, it's pretty good. Like I, like I like this a lot so far. I just started on it, but it's good. Yeah. I, I Now, when we say pricey, I'm typically like the most $10 for a normal cigar, so that's probably usually what I would spend for a regular cigar. Yeah. But when you get the pricey ones, like you say, that's about fifteen this bucks. About fifteen, fifteen. Uh, like the one I, I had a fifteen dollar one before the Rocky. No, I'm sorry, not Rocky Patel. It was a Liga Pravada number nine, and that was a pretty good one. Um, I low key like this a lot. Like this might, is like really like so far so good. I just started on it, but this is already. It's like it almost new like. As soon as you pull on this, I'm making a play for your number one spot. Like this is nice. I like this. Yeah, one. I try to save my tag so I can remember which one. I need to start writing on them. I seen a it's a it's a cigar group on um Facebook called uh, Cigar Club <laughs> Lounge, and they uh man, these tons of guys that post you know all group their has cigars. Twelve thousand members. Yeah, they're, they're a pretty big group. But it was did you ever see the one post where the guy had a notebook no. where he had all of the labels? 
stuck in a notebook and he wow. had uh he had notes under each label like he was rating them and stuff I think that would be I don't have the I'm not that organized to be able to have a label I have I have a zip this zip like bag right here that I put my tags in but I haven't wrote anything going on but I, you can t- I try to remember which ones you yeah, know, I remember two of the ones that are, are good. This Rocky Patel, like, it's not even leaving, like, a weird aftertaste. Like, I feel like if I just smoked this and this alone, I wouldn't have, like, as strong of a, like, funky cigar taste in my mouth in the morning. Like, this is already, like, making a strong move for number one. Like, I really like this one. Yeah, I might have to try that one. Um, but the way my... my the my, way your bank account is set up? bank account is set up. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, next couple of weeks or so. But whatever. Um, so we was gonna start off uh, talking about. Uh, so I think was it, did we did we talk about uh, the big boy? Th- I was gonna get into the big boy thing. You last just mentioned week. it last week, and I just said we need to go. We need to actually talk about what happened. Oh, so for for people that know me, um, Outkast is like my favorite group of all time. Um, big fan of Outkast. Uh, I've loved all of their albums. Um, and so when I, I first got on Twitter, I had, um, I should say first, because this was actually midway through Twitter, but this is around the time where uh, Big Boy started doing his solo albums. So I wasn't feeling a lot of his solo stuff. Like, I always felt that Outkast was, you know, so much better as a group, you know, although, you know, they kind of separated themselves when they did, like, the Love Below speaker box. I really liked... Uh, the love below much more than I like speaker box. I think everybody did. I think everybody did. Um, so this when this album came out, and I was a, uh, you know, I was tweeting about. It and I was like, you know, I love Outkast, but I'm not a big fan of you know Big Boy as a, a solo artist. And someone, as soon as I I did that tweet, someone tweeted like, and mentioned Big Boy. Did you, do you see this? And then Big Boy came like maybe like five what, minutes what, later. What did, you, what did you tweet? I tweeted like I I didn't I didn't like him as a solo artist. Oh, okay. And I didn't like the song. It was like I think it was that Shutterbug song. Right. The one I think that's the one with like Bill Clinton or something on it or some shit <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. And I didn't really care for it, you know. But I didn't think I didn't you know mention I didn't say like Hey Big Boy you suck or some shit. I just was like you know I didn't really care for that song. And so some random person had to be like searching Big Boy's name or something and was like, hey, Big Boy, did you see this or something? Next thing I know, Big Boy was like, eat a dick. And what then, the fuck? Yeah, dude, I was tripping. I'm like, talk. You like, gotta, re- you gotta question your life, your life decisions if a member of Outcast tells you to eat a dick. And I was like, damn, <laughs> dog. Like, man, y'all my favorite group, man. You want, you know, don't do this shit, you know? And I was just so pissed off, like, what the fuck, man? And it's like, I, I didn't, like, hate the guy after that. I was just really like, man, like, these motherfuckers just really told me to eat a dick. Like, <laughs> like, did you, like, did you hear yourself in this fucking song? Like, this shit sucked. I mean, that, that shit, that, that shit, like, truly sucked. And then he was, I mean, he was emotional about the shit. But I was just so tripping, man. So it was like, that whole day, people was fucking with me. And I actually went for about a good week, man. People Damn. kept fucking with me about that. Like shit. random people or people you knew? People I knew, but, oh, okay. you know, just kept fucking with me about it. But, I mean, man, listen, man. Outcast has been one of my favorite groups ever since. I think it was when I first heard, I think, uh, was it me and you? Not, what was it, me and you? Uh, Elevators? Elevators. 
I remember hearing Elevator because I was at a summer program at uh, U of M. And I remember a car driving down the street playing Elevators. And I think that's when I first got on, which was after the first album. That was on the second album. And so... That was when I got on too, actually. Actually, I wasn't like... I was aware of them at... Yeah. Like, I listened to the first album, I was aware of it, I knew of it, but, like, when I really got into them, AT Aliens is when I really got into them. Yeah, so it was on AT Aliens, then I had to go back to Southern Playlistic, but... Right. You know, I, I it became an instant fan, but I was just hurt, man. It was like, when your favorite rapper tells you to eat a dick, how do you, like, live life? You know, like, what do you do after that? You know, <laughs> I was so pissed off. I locked myself in my room for a while. Eminem told me to eat a dick. Dude, I think, I think you might be on suicide. It might be a couple months, like, right, for me to recover. I think you might be on suicide watching. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I might be on suicide so I, If I ever seen, you know, oh, so on Twitter or something, Eminem say, you know, eat a dick, I'd be like, Dude, are you okay? Let let's take a walk, man. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's figure this out, bro. I mean, it, it, life ain't over, man. You got a son, man. You know, what I'm saying life, <laughs> life is life is more, man, than just ending it, dog. You know, you <laughs> like what is there to live for? <laughs> you you have much more to live for, man. You know, so I was pissed off, man. But I mean, it wasn't much of the story other than the fact that he told me to eat a dick. But so I mean, how did he end up blocking you? Like he told you to eat a dick and then blocked you? Yeah, <laughs> because I couldn't read his tweets no more and shit. And that was yeah. And that was when Twitter had it where, you know, because now you could just read people's shit that block you or something. But then, if they block you, you couldn't, like, get and see any of their tweets and shit. So, I was just like, damn, dude. What the fuck? Like, why, like, you kind of got to lose I personally would kind of lose respect for him at that point. Because I'm like, well, if, I kinda, you, if you I, can't deal with somebody saying that you made a whack song or that you're, like, a lesser of a group to the point where you're just blocking people on Twitter that don't feel you. Like it's not like you said like fuck big boy he he trashed like I even then that's extreme but I would at least get it but if you just say like I feel like big boy is I feel like his last album was whack or he's the you know Andre's better or something like that why would you block somebody for that Yeah he told and then that just kind of solidified me you know loving uh Andre much more than I like big boy I always I always like Andre period more than I like big boy anyway but that kind of just was like, you know what, well, fuck that nigga. I think aside you know from Big Boy's mama, that's right. probably the case for everybody. Right, and I was just like, you know what I'm saying, fuck you and shit. I don't, I don't know too many people that prefers uh, Big Boy over Andre. Um, but, I mean, he's his own. But I was just like, yeah, fuck that nigga, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think I listened to... Uh, he a dick? I don't Damn. Think, I, don't, I don't think I listened to Speaker Box for a good long time after that. <laughs> I, I, think I, I think after that I want to just play... Uh, Love Below just like continuously for a while and I didn't even like go to that CD and shit Uh, although I mean I will say that uh, he had had, Speaker Box had some some jams on that bitch Uh, yeah it did did. um, Speaker Box was dope like Speaker Box was a dope album but it was like kind of that thing where it's like Love Below was like on another level it was like it was kind of like what I've talked about what I talked about last week when I talked about Eminem not Eminem when I talked about Justin Timberlake and I was like, you have people who make a good album within their genre, then you yep. have people who just make good music. That was what that was. It was like, Speaker Box was a great rap album. Love Below was great music. I'm not smoking crack. That's Otis. Oh, that's Otis and I'm Mike, if you still don't know our, our voices yet. <laughs> right, and I, I was like, the cigar wasn't smoking crack either, so. Um, yeah, this is Rocky Patel number one now. <laughs> so, but, uh, so yeah, that's my, uh, my short, short story of 
Big Boy, but we cool. We I think we back. Cool. <laughs> we cool. What? I think we back cool again. Uh, you and you and Big Boy. I don't hold. Y'all any, reconcile. I don't, I don't hold any grudges. <laughs> we had a beer summit. You know, what I'm saying talk the shit out. You know, it was like dog. You can't tell me to eat a dick, dog. You know, what I'm saying like if <laughs> I saw you, okay? if I saw you in person, I you know bomb you over Baghdad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that was like that was kind of fucked up, but I got over it. You know, but. That's Whatever. Very fucked up. Yeah, man, it is. that would rock my world. Man, I, I was I was disturbed, dude. It's like I just wanted to sit in the corner, man, and just chill. Like, man, what the fuck, dude? Like, what just happened? Like, you know, I've made some rough decisions in life, but I mean, damn. Like, with big boy just tell you to eat a dick, you know? Yeah, man, that's rough. Like, if Andre told me that shit, I man, I think I would have been like <laughs> be thoroughly. A- Everybody suicide watch. Yeah, I'll be depressed. I'll be sitting on the uh, just, you know what I'm saying. You don't even really talk like that. So be, you know you you know you violated. Right. I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm about to go to I'm about to go to Bella and go on the beach and just, you know, walk until I can't walk anymore or some shit. And then like since I can't really swim that well, I'll just fuck around and, you know. Cast the mirror of STDs to send to Detroit and die. <laughs> Dog, <laughs> did you ever go to Bella Isle Beach as a kid? No. I went there as a kid and I never shit happened to me. I mean, well, that, I don't know. People always say it's fucked up water, but I don't think it's that. Yeah, people always say that. I don't know. I don't know if it is, but it's a, it's a good joke to make. So, uh, what, what happened with you? What, anything happened with you in the last, uh, in the last week since we recorded? Anything? Uh, yeah. well, yesterday, um, Saturday, um, we had a engagement party at the say, house. What? Right, exactly. What? So, I just think, like, I'm not... I'm not big on like a lot of personal stuff like I just I don't know it's not like you know you want to hide stuff but I just don't feel that I need to announce every fucking thing that goes on in my life <clears throat> but that was pretty big you know we had you know originally it was just going to be a, a meet and greet for bridal party and and then so forth and then a small number of close friends but then it was like Let's just open it up. So we had a bunch of folks and stuff. And so, if you're one of uh, Otis like sixteen hundred followers who <laughs> is like I, thirsting I, to feel him inside your mouth, like I, I, he's I, off the market. I did not have sixteen hundred <laughs> followers one, and I probably don't have uh, uh, people that wants to me to. Well, I probably do have people want to thirst me in their um, they mouth, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's not going to happen. So you know, but it was yeah, cool, he's, man. He's a, he's a man that's. Engaged about to make, about to jump the broom, so so it was cool. All, all of y'all that all of y'all that wanted to feel his turkey baster inside you, gotta let that go. Listen, listen, Sonalathan, if you're listening, it can't happen no more. You know, I, I wanted you when I wanted you, but you decided to go other ways. So. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Sonalathan, if you're listening, <laughs> this don't apply to you. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> you can still get it. <laughs> well, you know, like if you DM me, you know, <laughs> right. we can we can make something happen. So that was Beyonce. Pretty, don't listen to this, right? Right? Exactly. Like I am not telling her. I don't, I don't even think she's at, she's listened to it yet. She may have. I don't know. Uh, Are you gonna walk around saying fiance now? Nope. <laughs> Nope. And be like, yeah, it's a chick I'm with. You yeah. Know, just, just to fuck people up. <laughs> My bitch, I'm finna marry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she hears that she's coming for you, then she won't come for me. Uh, so. That was pretty much my my uh, my my week. Uh, that's probably the best thing, definitely, that happened during the week is being able to have that. So that's cool. Had a bunch. We had a 
a Mexican thing, so we did a bunch of Mexican food. Well, shit, you was here, shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm like, I'm talking to you like you, you wasn't here, <laughs> right. shit. There was, was chicken. Right. So, there was chicken. So I was in attendance. Chicken steak. <laughs> there was chicken, so I entered stage left. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me go ahead and scoop these wings up, and I will see you tomorrow. Yeah. When cool. Yeah. I think we did like <laughs> we did like. Uh, Tequila lime or something like I forget the different flavors, but hey, the only flavor to imagine me was chicken. chicken. Like, is, <laughs> is, it, is it bird? <laughs> so, that was the only flavor to matter to me. So. so that was kind of the highlight of the week. Uh, um, so that worked out. You know, uh, woke yeah, up. It was cool getting the, getting the crew getting the crew together, hanging out, talking shit, having drinks. I woke up like last night was mad real. Uh, had a two cups of coffee. Had to shake off the night. Yeah, so Mike, what was, what was your week like, man? My week was 60 hours of work on the day job, but uh, today I had an interesting experience. I went to um, Motor City Pride Parade, which is, I mean, you know, Pride Parades is like basically, you know, uh, yeah, that's a euphemism, yeah, euphemism for gay. I went to a uh, basically a gay Pride Parade, me and my girl, and we just... Uh, so we had to check it out. That was an interesting experience. Interesting experience for me because I've seen like that kind of shit on TV, but I've never actually been to one. And it wasn't like what I've seen on TV. Like, like on the real world, they seem to go to like gay pride parades on the regular, and it's like really over the top. This wasn't really over the top. It was just showing support for a good cause. And I, you know, I've, we went to go check it out, just you know, show support because I mean, I think I personally think it's fucked up that. Um, Gay people don't have the same rights as everybody else. So, you know, I just wanted to go out and show support. It was cool. It's a cool event. Um, the most interesting thing for me that, <laughs> that happened when I left was uh, I was told prior to going that these uh, parades or festivals typically have protesters at them. And I thought that was, I think that's fuck shit anyway to, have, to, to protest this type of shit. Because I look at it like, why are you so involved in the in the events of people who they don't have nothing to do with you or whatever they're doing, it it doesn't affect you. So why are you like basing your day upon hating on what other people are doing that don't affect you? Like they're like, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to make a sign. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to make sure I get there on time so that they can know I hate them. Like there's a, there's just this fucked up. It's not like West, Westboro Baptist and shit. Right. Yeah. And like, so I, but I didn't see shit until I was leaving and I left out and I saw something I don't remember what the sign said. I posted a picture of it on my Instagram, but it was like the idea of it was basically like God said, "Don't do this, don't do that." So blah 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 blah, whatever. And when I was walking past, I, I took my phone out because I wanted to take a picture of the processor and I was gonna write, you know, like a little caption about how you know how fuck shit it is. <laughs> yeah, how how stupid they are. And then like I took my phone out and I had it was raining, so I had my umbrella. I had an umbrella in my right hand and my phone in my left. And I looked and I saw, like right next to the protester with their their religion sign, was a, a a couple of guys with a sign that said "fuck them" and an arrow pointing to the religious person. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" I had my girl hold my umbrella. I was like, "I gotta get this picture." And I took a picture of like this guy holding the sign that says "fuck them" pointing to the religious protester. And like, what? <laughs> well, fuck with me is like, like I don't understand the hate for groups. And like, I, at first, my initial thought. Not today, my initial thought as a whole was like, if you hate a group, like, I don't understand, my initial thought was like, if you, why would you hate a group that doesn't have, they don't have anything to do with you, they don't affect you, 
or whatever. Like, you know, why would you hate them? And then I thought, like, even if a member of that group did something to you directly, you still don't have a reason to hate the group as a whole. Right. Like, so I, I so now I'm just kind of like, I don't even understand hate as a hate toward a group in general. Like, me personally, I don't hate groups at all, but, um, I mean, I hate stupid people. That's a group. That's a fucking large group. But, like, I don't... Extremely large group. Yeah, very fucking large group. But, like, I look at it as, like, okay, say, for instance, like, I'm, like, I got raped by, like, a gay man. Like, I wouldn't hate gay people because of that. I might hate that. Well, there's no might. I would hate that. I would hate that guy. And I hope to God you don't get raped by a gay man. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, shit, me too. I hope <laughs> God you don't get raped by a straight man. I just don't hope you yeah, get raped. Yeah, I wouldn't get raped at all. Yeah, but I, I look at it like, why would you, like, I would hate, maybe I would hate that one guy, but I wouldn't be like, hey, I got raped by a gay guy, so fuck all gay people. Like, I wouldn't hate all gay people. So, in that scenario, you have a reason to be mad at person from that group but even then you have a, re- a reason to be mad at the whole group so why are people like hating people for a whole group and they don't got nothing to do with you and like they're like hey God said to do this and God said to do that but I'm like what at what part of the Bible said to hate people for not just hating people in general just being mad at people and just pushing your beliefs on people like that and like, there's no reason to to feel the need to push your beliefs on other people, especially when that shit don't got nothing to do with you. Like, I I really don't get the logic behind just being being mad at people that don't have anything to do with you. Yeah, and like I said, even if they do, even if that person, even if you're directly affected by it, that's just that one person, not the whole group. Right. I, and I always I always been a big fan of you know uh, if you if you live your life back some example, if people want to follow. The things that you believe in, they will see it in you. You know what I mean? And so that doesn't mean you have to walk around with big ass signs. And you'll go to an event that's primarily peaceful because these are all people celebrating what they want to celebrate. Right. And you're going to, you know, bring in some animosity and things of that nature, you know. And it's not a matter of agreeing or disagreeing. It's just a matter of you trying to, I don't know. You, you ruffle feathers. Yeah, and, you, you interject know, yourself into some shit that don't got nothing to do with you. Right. Like, if you don't, like, there's a lot of shit that I don't agree with. You see it on the internet a lot. Like, when I'm on, like, an internet forum, and it says somebody posts a thread about uh, a music artist that I don't like, if I see that artist's name in a thread that's about that person, I'm not going to go into it because I don't care about that person. I'm just going to go go into a thread, and you'll see, like, a million posts about, yeah, fuck so and so, fuck so and so. Like, why are you here if you don't like that person? You see it on Instagram. Like, well, if you go on, like, a famous person's Instagram, they will have, like, a bazillion hate hate comments toward that person. I'm like, why are you on Kim Kardashian's a good example. Why are you on Kim Kardashian's Instagram if you don't like her? Like, why, why are you there just to talk about how much you don't hate... I mean, how much you don't hate... How much you hate Kim Kardashian? Like, just don't fuck with Kim Kardashian. Well, I think we're in a... I think we're in an uh, era now where people feel that, you know, with social media... You can voice your opinions to someone without having to show your face or having to be in physical, uh, exactly. physically in front of them. And so, you know, you have these, I guess you want to call them keyboard thugs of sorts that you can just type anything from where you are and you never had no real backlash. You know, I, I always felt that 
you know, on any social media, you know, in the worst of like comments on like articles and stuff. Or oh yeah, I, at first I used to say it on YouTube a lot, but Absolutely. any YouTube, any YouTube article, comments, sir. Yeah, anyone. But you can see an article or anything. You see somebody, you know, fuck the blacks or fuck Obama, all the other crazy shit. But I always felt that if for some crazy reason. Whatever this conversation was, if everybody was in the same room in the same fucking circle, half that shit wouldn't be said. Absolutely you know what not. I mean? Half a lot of that shit. I would, I would almost say a good 80-90% of it won't be said because people don't want that confrontation. But if they're in a situation where they could be hidden by hell, you know, you're on your phone, no one's gonna see you or anything like that, and they just kinda say shit they don't, you know. They normally wouldn't say, uh, if he was in front of the person, you know, so I don't know. People hide behind that shit, but yeah, that's cool. Though. I mean, I uh, I was uh, I remember seeing your post about you know going. I thought uh, that should be a pretty interesting experience being down there. So it was very interesting. So that's a uh, that's pretty cool. I tweeted something about that uh, about that whole idea fairly recently. It was about the idea of like people who do we really kill this? Jesus Christ. Yeah, we did. Okay. Uh, Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> about the idea of people who are, like, brazen on the internet. I can't see if I... I don't know if I can scroll through my tweets and find it quick enough to not have, like, a strong hangover on how long it takes for me to get this tweet across. But basically the tweet was the idea that the internet gives people... gives cowards the ability to be brazen without facing any repercussions. Like, that was the general idea. Oh, here it is. I said, the internet is a wondrous thing that allows cowards to be brazen from a safe place. And that's kind of... I agree 100%. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Like, you don't, you don't really have to face any repercussions from it. You can say whatever you want. You can talk shit and be be gutsy and nobody's going to say... Well, no, nobody's going to say shit, but you won't have to face any repercussions in real life. Man, for the I, most part. I had a... Uh... I, I avoided a confrontation um, just because people that I don't know and people that, you know, on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever you're going to call, whatever social media uh, outlet, you know, I, I avoid conversations because I just don't feel the need to. But it was this one person on Twitter that I, I'm pretty sure I've never, like, mentioned them and said, uh, this person at name is crazy or does crazy tweets, but I guess obviously they may have searched their name. So that's so whack to me to search your goddamn own name and then so I, at people who say right, something about you. Right. So I I re he had the person that retweeted something and I had retweet I had commented on it and so the guy had uh, tweeted me back like I forget I forget the actual actual uh tweet but it was on the lines of oh so you like my tweets now and I was like <laughs> Uh, and I forget. I was like, I just kept commenting on the, what the what the actual subject was, and you know, and he basically came, basically said something about you know, not uh, I'm trying to avoid conflict by not talking about it to him. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like it's a fucking tweet. Right. I just let it go, but I was just like, I don't even know. It's like I tried. I don't. I, don't, I can't engage in no bullshit. I want to fight a motherfucker over a tweet or or Instagram comment or a Facebook comment, like whatever. So, but yeah, I totally feel that's kind of cool. Um, um, as far as the uh, um, parade, was it was it actually a parade or was it just an event down there? It was a uh, today was like a parade, and then it had a, a 
a festival afterwards. Like, it's been a festival the whole weekend, but the, the actual parade was today. And the parade was very, very low-key. It wasn't anything crazy like you would see on, like, probably, like, San Francisco or anything like that. It was, oh, okay. it was very low-key. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> so, um... Uh, I want to talk about, uh, we mentioned last week, we were talking about fandom and about people who are fans of sporting teams. Sporting teams. Sporting teams. Yeah, yeah you know. sounds weird. Sporting teams. Yeah, I think teams or sports would have been enough. But yeah, people who are fans of sports or teams. And uh, I figure we should touch on that because it's a very, very hot topic for me. And I don't know how we got on it last week, but I felt like it would be something good to talk about today. So what do you what's what's your take on bandwagon or so called fuck them bandwagon fans? It's my take. What, what, do you, what do you consider a bandwagon fan? Somebody who only is a fan of a team or whoever an entity because they're easy to support. They win all the time, and you don't have to deal with the negative consequences of being a fan of that entity. I always felt that. I, I, I hate throwing out random percentages because I think when you put percentages, I think it should be like re, uh, it, it should be re, researched and stuff. So I was just saying, eighty percent of these people, like, where do you get your fucking research from to say eighty percent? Like, do you do a poll or whatever the case? But I would, I think a, a high number of New England Patriots fans are bandwagon fans because. Patriots hasn't been a bad team for years. No. They're always a good team. So it's like it doesn't it's not a stretch to to root for a team that always wins. It's like Mayweather, being a Mayweather fan. I think it it, it doesn't take much to root for somebody who always wins or continuously wins yeah. and things of that nature. That's not it. I personally I hate I personally because it's, I hate that phrase. I don't know it's why redundant. it's redundant. Yeah, it's redundant <laughs> as hell. But I I truly believe that the Lions have the best fans ever. Like, you can, if you can be a fan for a team that didn't win one fucking game <laughs> and be a fan the whole goddamn season and never say, fuck the Lions, I'm not going to root for them no more. That, that's what I, I consider a fan. They should have won know? a few games that year. That was a rough year. Oh, God, they should have won a few games. <laughs> they should have won a few games. That, that, that season was rough, dude. That was a rough fucking season. But I feel. You know, our local teams have some of the most loyal fans. I mean, because now, I mean, like I said, the Tigers are pretty good now. But there was a big stretch when the Tigers was ain't shit as hell. Tigers were bad for about a, a strong nearly 20 years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, after 84, it just it, it just wasn't, you know, the team to be. But yeah. I think, you know, being – I don't know. I, and I don't know. I would love to talk to people who are in different cities who had, you know, teams that's been lesser than, like – I would wonder how fans are in Atlanta with like the Hawks and the and um, what's their football team? Oh. Falcons. Falcons, yeah. <laughs> they don't even think of it. It's like I don't even know the fucking team. But I mean, their their team. I mean, you think the Hawks shit? The Hawks hadn't been good, you know, since like Dominique. You know what I mean? And so then you know they became you know these. And they were just good. They, were, they they haven't been a factor in my life. At all. So, you know, to be like, ain't shit for a while, then, you know, come decent team where you, like, at least makes the playoff, you know, a few years. But, I don't know, man. I don't, I, I, the, the, 
the bandwagon shit is just really weird. But then I just, you know, I wonder about people who, you know, say, well, you can't be a new fan of a team because of such and such. Because I always hear a lot, especially with, you know, the uh, the Heat, you know, being in the playoff. Now, I always hear a lot of people talk about, you know, fake fans with the Heat and things of that nature. And then it's the whole thing about the, the Heat being a team that, you know, bought all their players and all that shit, you know. The thing was, when... When uh, Dwayne Wade and all um, they first signed their first contract, everybody was talking about when their free agency was going to happen. That was when Dwayne Wade's free agency was going to happen. Out from LeBron's because was like, they came out that same year. All matter of fact, Bosch did Bosch come out that same year. Mm-hmm. Bosch, they were all drafted the same year. So all, they were all free agents. All year, and year. that's when that fuck ass Pistons select Darko. Yep, same so, year. So all same year, which I've always tried to like forget, but I just keep be reminded of that fuck shit ass year of a draft. But when that whole and people fail to realize when that 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 draft happened, everybody was talking about when their free free agency was over. Where would they go? And so you had all these teams that had a potential that had the potential to plan to try to get one of these players, and the Heat did like every other team planned, and the Heat freed up all kind of cap space and was like, we want to get. Those players, like who doesn't want to get good players on the team? But a lot of people talk about how you know old teams like the Celtics and you know like Spurs and the Lakers, you know, so-called built teams. But they say built, and this whole the Spurs had this. Uh, did you see the billboard where it had this built, bought versus built campaign? Mm-hmm. Fucking Spurs ain't playing for volunt- uh ain't playing for free. They're not volunteering. Everybody <laughs> get paid on there just like every other team. You know they paid well, on. The Spurs, the difference with the Spurs is that the Spurs uh, naturally drafted their players. Like, the Spurs didn't buy their guys in the sense of, like, we, you know, these guys are free agents, let's pay them a shitload of money and buy them. Like, the Spurs have, like, done it the quote-unquote right way. Like, and all which, their guys, they drafted. Yeah, which I don't get the whole uh, quote-unquote right way because I, I, I would have bet you if uh, somehow LeBron... Or Dwayne Wade had some kind of say. I would love to play for the Spurs, and it was the right price. No one can tell me that the uh, Spurs wouldn't have picked their ass up, or wouldn't have, you know, uh, you know, somehow traded for them. And that's another thing I don't get too. Like, you can the league can trade players all the time, and they catch no backlash. But once a player wants to like control his destiny and say where I would like to go, it comes to this bullshit, and I hate that shit about the league. Well, my thing is with the fans of people who are like fans of a team because they just got good. And if you're not going to be a fan of that team once they're no longer good, then you don't. You're a bandwagon fan of me. You're not real. I, and I, I don't really respect people. I who, agree with that. Yeah, I don't respect people who can't just become a fan of a team and stay a fan of that team, especially if that team is your home team. Like to me, it's inexcusable to not be a fan of your home team. If that's where you're from, you need to be a fan of that team. I, I don't get how you can't like I, I. I'm not a fan of no other Detroit team. Me neither. Outside of Detroit, I, I like seeing other players play. You well, know, if I am, they're they're secondary. It's like okay, the home team is first, and then I kind of like whatever team. I like them, but I'm never I've never been a fan. Exactly. Um, I, it's, it's so many players in the NBA. Like I always been, a, I always been a fan of Kobe. Uh, when you know, because I was a fan of him because he came out of high school. I thought you know it's really cool that he was you know he excelled the way he did. You know, I've been a fan of LeBron. 
I've been a fan of bunch of you know from fucking Garnett to you know all these other players, but I've never been a fan of their teams. Like fuck their teams. Right. I have three teams I'm a fan of, and that's the Lions, Tiger. No, four teams: Lions, Tigers, Red Wings, and the Pistons. I'm like, don't let this nigga forget the pisses. <laughs> we gonna wrap the podcast sometimes, up. Sometimes I wonder, <laughs> sometimes, man. But you know, yeah. And I, all, you know, especially they're the most know, success, the second most successful franchise after yeah. the Red Wings. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, so those are my four teams. I don't, I don't really have, I don't have, I'm not a fan of any other teams. Uh, and yeah, me neither. Same four. With those, I just, you know, you catch your flat. You know, there's nothing you bad you can say about the Red Wings. You know, you can say shit about the. The Pistons, you know, bad seasons or draft picks or coaching picks, but and then the Lions. I mean, the Lions is the Lions. You know, a lot of people um, haven't been fans of the Lions since Barry was there. You know, but now you know we have good players and we just haven't figured out you know a way to just get the postseason successfully. But you know, I think I, I'm really looking forward to this season. I think we finally got you know. A, a decent, you know, uh, personnel. I think the coach should be pretty good this year. Um, yeah, and I think they should be able to do. I think if you know they should, they should have a really good chance to make make the playoffs. Um, so we'll see. But I'm 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 rooting for them. To, you know who you know who crazy to me is like is uh, who really got it tough because like they they're in a big market but they have been shitty forever is the Knicks fans. Because, like, Knicks fans are, like, tough on Twitter or on social media in general. Knicks fans are tough. They go hard. And it's funny because, like, the Knicks have been trashed for, like, a long time. Like, the Knicks were good in the Patrick Ewing era. They got to the finals a couple times, got washed by the Pacers. Not one of the Pacers. They didn't get to the finals and get washed by the Pacers. But, like, the Knicks, have the Knicks, no, the Knicks have been to the finals once in my life. And they got washed by the Rockets. But uh, the Knicks have had to deal with the Pacers for when they were good. But, like, Knicks fans go hard for a franchise that hasn't won a championship since, like, 1970. The, the Knicks, I think Knicks fans might be just as persistent as Lions fans, I think. They are. They, they go hard. <laughs> they, they are loyal. I mean, it's easy to be a fan of New York, but, like, not easy. Because, like I said, the Knicks have been trash. But, like, the Knicks haven't won a championship. The Knicks only have one championship, period. It's like... Is it 1970 or 1971? One of those two. And the, that's the Knicks' sole championship is that. But you, watching Knicks fans, you would think that the Knicks have been, like, relevant, and they haven't. Well, other than, you know, this past two, uh, was it two seasons with uh, Carmelo? They, they go hard, though. They, other than that, they the last chance they probably had of doing good is when they had Allen Houston there. Mm-hmm. And other than that, they've just been, you know, and then... I mean, they, I don't know if they thought that uh, Jeremy Lin was going to be the savior. And then that didn't quite work out. Uh, and then when they got mellow, they just knew that they would be, you know, contenders. And then when they didn't make the playoffs, it was just. But they still root for him, man. Spike Lee is at every fucking game. And uh, yeah. they just a fucking disappointment. I, at least they got, like, Brooklyn to, re- to, to, to root for. But they was a disappointment, too. I mean, you know, yeah. they picked up. Uh, KG and Pierce, and you just wonder, like, what the hell? You know, I figured, I figured that would be a, at least a good, you know, conference finals team, you know, especially with the Ryan Williams and so forth. But nope. You know, to to wrap up this portion of it, because I know we 
we don't necessarily have a lot of sports fans in it, but the general idea is that for me, I I look at I look at it as in a loyalty issue. And like if if you are from a certain city and you got a sports teams that represent your city and you're not a fan of those teams, you're not like a a consistent fan of those teams, whether that they're bad or good or whatever. I gotta question you as a person because like I, I don't, I just don't, <laughs> I do, I I can't get down on people who live in a city that had that that has like a a good, not necessarily good, but like you know legitimate sports teams. And you're not a fan of that team. Like how loyal are you in life if you're a sports fan but you're not a fan of your home team? Like that's a big deal to me. And like in general, I don't like people who are not a fan of their home team, and I don't like people who are fickle fans, who are only fans of teams that are good, and, you know, when another when when that team is no longer good, they happen to, you know, happen to band. I just want to be on, I just, I just want to be a fan of the best team is out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a stretch. That's weak to me. Yeah, it's not a stretch, you know, you could, uh, I mean, you could be a fan of a team that wins all the time, you know, like, this, you know, now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that you have Heat fans on the, based on the fact that there are, you know, a good team now and won a couple of uh, chips and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. I've I've hit a bunch of people on Facebook for being uh alternate fans of different teams. Uh like I say the Patriots come to mind as the the one team that, you know, people are just jumping for, you know, like shit, that's not a stretch. Brady been putting it down for them for years, you know what I'm saying? Right. They you know, they have a decent record and you know, great record I should say, not even decent, so but that's it. Um, yeah, we need, to, we need to move on from that because we spent like however much time we had right. on uh, on shit that's very specific, like on on big boy and on sports. So probably should get a little. Want to do uh, emails? Um, no, let's talk about. Sure. Um, I got two things I kind of wanted to touch on. I want to talk. I want to talk about um, this uh, prevalent. I want to talk about. There's been a, a lot of use of uh, I, I, it feels weird saying quote unquote the n word since I say it so fucking much. <laughs> so it's not weird for me to say the n word when I say nigga all the time. But like, there's been a lot of n word videos dropping lately with Justin Bieber and like that girl, that woman in the in the grocery store parking lot, uh, cussing out that dude. How do you call somebody window. racist and you do and you make a whole racist video on being racist and then you say? That person is racist. I just didn't get the whole thing. I just, I think for me the video wasn't really all that shocking, and that's what bothers me is the fact that it's kind of become status quo. It's like, oh yeah, there's like a white lady calling a guy, a black guy, a nigga, like consistently, like over and over, and hey, I'm gonna get my husband. He don't like black guys either, and just going off on black people as a whole and. That's kind of become like the norm at this point. Like it's not even that shocking anymore. That bothers me the fact that I'm not, I'm not really taken aback by that anymore. It's like, well, that's just kind of how it is now. Like, and it's pretty much blown under the, uh, um, in a wind now. Like you know that video was probably what some early last week, mm-hmm. and you don't hear nothing about it uh, much about it now. Uh, I mean, we're not naive enough to think that, you know, racism is done and over with. You know, it's always going to be, you know, people that's uh, racist. But the people that be public like that, like, I give a man props for not, you know, smacking the shit out of her or doing anything that, you know, would fuel him to do, any, do something to her about that. I just, I I watched it and I, was, I just kind of cringed, man. I just couldn't believe it. It's like people, 
that would do stuff like it's almost like she was just egging him on to like you know do something fucked up to her or whatever you know I I don't know I think he would just take the whole freedom of speech thing way too fucking far and you know but at the same time you know I I kind of I don't say appreciate but I like to to see that you know the people's real feelings so I can know which people to avoid you know you know you got people that you know hide their racism and shit like that be blatant let me know that you racist so I can not fuck with your ass and shit <laughs> You know, but that that's just horrible, man. Then the whole Justin Bieber thing, he, it's like in a in a good couple of weeks, ain't nobody gonna give a fuck about him. They go all these black folks are gonna still hang around him. He still gonna have black dudes in this circle, fucking weed runners and you know <laughs> weed runners. fucking uh you know, hype men and all that shit and they go just joke about, you know, N word. It, 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 it's weird because, you know, I, I I say nigga quite often, and you know I. I kind of want to stop now. I I I've, I've, I've really thought about it. Dude. I've I, never embraced the idea of stopping saying it because I'm like oh, that's our, that's our thing. We say it. We we can say it that nobody else can. But, but thing like, is, I kind of feel like I don't want to say it. It's anymore. still. I mean, it's real. I think it's real hypocritical that we can as black folks to say we can say nigga, but we don't want nobody else to say it. And I've struggled that for years. You know about not saying it but I've become so used to saying it you know I it just comes off you know it rolls off the tongue yeah. just as easy as any but I've you know I, I've, it's a struggle you know and especially when you have like my um, my best my best friend is um, is mixed and so we, we've had this conversation <laughs> many not a me? time no, <laughs> <laughs> many a times you know about you know, having to, you know, wonder about that word, you know, and so, but I don't know. I've, I haven't curved my vocabulary to, to get it out, but stuff like this, you know, like the whole Justin Bieber thing and then the whole lady, you know, spazzing out, it gets me wondering, you know, maybe of all the words, you know, that I can use, I, 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 why can't I not use that anymore? You know, so I don't know. I, I definitely, like I said, I've thought about I, I, I didn't bury it when Kwame buried it uh, years ago here. Uh, <laughs> but uh, did, you, did you remember that whole ceremony when they had buried the N-word? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care for publicity stunts and corny shit. That was corny. I just, I, for me, I just kind of feel like I don't, I don't want to say it no more just because I kind of feel like it's just become so so ingrained in everyone's lives and like they hear us say it all the time and, and we just, people have gotten so free with it and I'm just like well I never really cared about the hypocritical aspect of it but now it's kind of like I feel like man we need to it gotta start it's gotta start somewhere and I, 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 I guess it's just my own personal guilt cause it's like I say it so much that it's like it's hard it's hard for me to Reconcile the idea of being mad about it while I say it so much, and that is that is part of the hypocritical aspect of it. But it's not so much the hypocritical part; it's just the fact that I just feel like I'm setting a bad example or something. I don't know what it is, but I just don't, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't like hearing people say it so freely anymore. It's like it's almost gotten so common. That's like okay. Well, if I keep saying it, how can I really complain about how common it is? Yeah, I've 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 become more uh, aware of when I when I say it, and 
I've definitely been, you know, thinking about it, you know, just exiting it out. And then it's like, you know, when you do stuff like, you know, our podcast and stuff, I would never want to offend anybody, you know, yeah, although we that. we uh <laughs> we live by the whole, you know, fuck who we offend, but Yeah, definitely we don't care about offending people. I just don't like um I, f- I, I, I don't affect Justin Bieber's life, but I feel like me saying it all the time is helping people like Justin Bieber feel more comfortable with saying it. And he, I mean, I'm not going to say he doesn't say it now, but he doesn't say it on video. But I just feel like... He doesn't do it publicly. Yeah, I, f- I feel like how comfortable we are with saying it, we as a, as a race, how comfortable we are with saying it, just helps other people feel more comfortable with saying it. So I'm like... I kind of feel like it's not going to make a difference. Like, I'm going to stop saying it. And then everybody else will be like, shit, we better not say anymore because Mike stopped saying it. Like, they don't give a shit. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, see, like I don't see me not saying it. And then people are like, man, Otis ain't said it. You know, let's just jump on that. You know, I just think that, you know, people go do what they want to do. So, whatever. Um, what's next? Um, I was looking at this... Uh, Antoine Dawson story. I thought this was interesting. How he, uh, Antoine Dawson is that dude who had the what was, it, what was his initial story? The, the when he got kids. famous. The, yeah, he got, he, what was he, the story? It was like he got famous because I think something was uh, assaulting one of his his people's family member, or sister, or something. And they broke in and was assaulting her, and he came in and scared them yeah, off yeah, or some yeah. shit. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And you know he did this. Had kids, you know they, they, you know. And then he became famous, and then you know I think he ended up getting a. He was, I guess he was at that time he was just just gay. I thought, right? He thought, yeah. Well, I don't think he really knew, but at the time he was he was he was posing as as being gay. Then he had a kid. Did you see the picture that he posted with the? Woman, he was with. No, I haven't seen it. I've heard that she's like. She looks like a man. Looking. She looks like a man. Oof. Uh. Like I didn't. I can't see a baby coming out of her. Like she. She <laughs> looks like she, a baby come out of her penis. She like she has a dick, dude. <laughs> like and she like she has dick and balls. Like <laughs> dick and balls. She she looks weird. she looks nothing <laughs> of of anything feminine. Like he has he has moments where he looks way more feminine than her. Shit. <laughs> no, I, the, yeah, you have to you have to search, man. It's I think I want to say it was just him and her and a baby, or just him and her. But she had like thick ass sideburns. Sideburn. I swear she did. You have to search though. But it was a. Uh, I was like, man. So you really? I think like, how the fuck is the dude gonna have a baby? I'm, when I honestly, when I first saw it, I thought dude, it was. I thought she was a dude and they adopted. <laughs> but she was like, are actually real, like, you know, woman, woman. If I ever heard people use two words to to like emphasize something, I do it all the time. <laughs> I did it recently. I don't remember. When I did it recently. I, 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 remember, I remember when I did it recently because it piggybacks on our last topic. I said, I said a nigga, nigga. <laughs> not like a regular nigga. Like not just like a like a black guy who's like, like somewhere. You know, like like a no, he's nigga, a nigga, nigga. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so I was like looking at her like, damn, she she doesn't look woman like it all like her estrogen levels gotta be super low you know <laughs> that's what I'm a tranny tran right. yeah not, not like a regular tranny she's like a real like a tranny yeah. tran you know but yeah I, see I, the uh, package oh but so and then so the the spin on that was that he was saying that if he had he said if he had a son or his son would he be, said if, he said if he had a son 
and the son turned out to be gay, he would work with them to try to quote unquote fix fix them. How do you fix that? Well, he's under the belief that he was fixed, that he he was gay, and now he's not anymore. So he could make it that way for his son. Uh, I don't like that train of thought. The idea, just the the, the term "fix." implies that there's something broken and that's not that's not a good look especially when you're talking about your own kid like yeah there's something broken with him but it needs to be fixed I, I don't I don't care for that at all I don't care for the idea at all that if you're if you're homosexual that there's something wrong with you and for somebody who was according to him previously gay quote unquote then that he thinks that, you know, I used to be gay and I'm not anymore. So if I have a son who's gay, I can make it so he's not gay anymore. And the whole the whole idea of being able to fix yourself from being gay to not being gay is ridiculous in the first place. But the idea that it's something to be ashamed of that needs to be fixed is a problem. Like, it's so fucked up that he's so... Him and so many other people are so involved with the idea that there's something wrong with being gay that needs to be remedied. There's like, there's like it's an illness or sickness or something like that. And that's, that's yeah. fucked up to me. I mean, yeah, it, I mean, like that. and then it, it goes back to how, you know, I think gender roles and things of that nature. It's like, you know, kids are, you know, you have a kid. Well, one, you, you already associated with a color. So you have a, you know, you uh, you find out your girl's pregnant. You find out she having a girl. What colors are you gonna put in her room? Pink, pink, exactly. So you have pink. The boy's blue. You get started getting toys. You're not gonna buy your your son a fucking Barbie. You're gonna buy him a fucking Tonka truck or right. some shit. Or you know, saying he starts growing up. He starts talking. He start you know interacting with other kids. And you say you know. <clears throat> You know, girls do this and, and, and boys do this. You know, you grow up saying, you know, the boys are going to cut the grass, take out the garbage, hold doors and all that stuff. The girls are going to play with Barbies, you know, put the hands on their hips, make pancakes, right, um, and do all <laughs> these things. So, you know, you people start early. I always wonder if you never set any gender roles, you never set any colors, and, you know, what what would kids decide to do on their own, you know? Yeah. Because you know, they're decide to do who they, they're going to decide to be who they are. They're just going to be who they are and what feels right to them. That's so what's if you don't, you don't have a household where you're stuck on gender roles, and you know you you have your kid at a, at a random, you know, say you have your kids in some place where it's a baby doll, and the boy picks up a baby doll. In a typical society, no, 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 you don't play with baby dolls. You're a boy. You know, you're going to do this or whatever. Or, you know, you have a girl and she, you know, for the girl, a girl that does boy shit is called a tomboy. She's not a girl, you know, she's not doing girl shit or whatever. You know, she's climbing trees. So she's not labeled as a girl. She's labeled as a a girl that does boy shit. So, you know, they put this label on her that she's this or whatever. She's playing or through whatever. her craps and she, basketball Yeah, games. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> so you have that. So you know it's all stuck on. Let me knock this crap out. You know, let me get some pickle juice and some Gatorade and shit. Some robotussin. Some robotussin. Just rub the robotussin. Just rub some tussin on it. So 
But that's interesting. I always wondered about the whole gender roles and, you know, how if if you didn't put a kid, you know, you didn't set up a kid like that, you know, how would things turn out, you know? You didn't, you had a kid, you had the, a boy with, man, I hate that fuck. That fucking car goes <laughs> off all the time and nobody's around that car. Uh, anyway, raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. You know, they always do all these. They do tons of, you know, tons of experiments and stuff. But I would love to see if they had a kid that didn't have no gender roles, uh, specific for them. They grew up. They wore the colors they wanted. They played with anything they wanted to, and just see how that played out. I'm doing that with my son right now. Like uh, my best friend's son, he told me he, his kids had. He has three three boys and a girl. And he's told me that his his sons uh, were into some some different type of shit when they were kids, and they just kind of grew out of it. Now they they do boy type shit. And my son does my son like he does some some I don't want to say questionable like like I like I'm offended by it, but he watches shit that like you would think like a girl would watch on TV or you know something like that. And I, I don't really give a shit about it. Like I, I think okay, there's two scenarios out of. My son watching, you know, weird cartoons or something like that. Either he's going to grow out of it and start watching G.I. Joe or not G.I. Joe, but, you know, you know, boy type shit. Or he's going to be, you know, he might be gay. So, so fuck. But I don't really, I really don't care because he's my son. I'm going to love him like it doesn't fucking matter what he does. I'm going to love him regardless. So I don't care what he does. So. It really doesn't matter, honestly. I don't. I don't assign him any kind of role. I'm gonna let him be him. And however he turns out, that's how he turns out, and he's still gonna be my son. And who cares? Mm-hmm. So that's my thoughts on that. Um, I figured uh, we could kind of hop into some emails right quick, and then maybe we could talk about some like TV shit because I know you've gotten into uh, TV shows a little bit more lately, and I kind of like. Happened to TV shows because I wasn't really into TV at all before I was living in California, which was probably about 2008. And uh, I got really into TV, and like I don't sit around and watch TV because I, I just don't have time for it. But I, I'm into TV shows, so when I have time, I I check them out. So we could delve into that a little bit more. But I think we get these emails a little bit since we're probably like a, about an hour in right now. Yeah. yeah. So um, the first email kind of touched on. Uh, what we talked about brief, very briefly last week about uh, the idea of honey helping with um, uh, uh, problems like in the lungs and shit like that, and with coughs and shit like that. And we basically just got an email from um, what's uh what's Kellen's uh, Twitter mm-hmm. Nelly Nelly nineteen eighty one. Yeah, he basically just said, "Great job as usual, fellas." I'll be brief on this, Mike. Honey actually does help with cost. The layman term reason is that it basically coats the throat so that body so that the body doesn't feel the irritation that comes with the cough. Uh, usually use lemon juice followed by a spoonful of honey for any throat problems that that I have that include coughs. I hope this helps as a home remedy, and I certainly hope that it grows out of that he grows out of his asthma. He referring to my son because my son has asthma. Uh, I I kind of felt like the cough cough stuff that I gave my son is is. It's not just honey, but it's honey-based, and I don't know how much it helps them, but if it can help with his asthma, that's a great, that's a good look. I don't really know how 
he, he responds to it okay, but it doesn't really seem to have much of an effect. But the main thing I want to touch on was we got another uh, voice message from uh, my personal favorite fan, our uh, Australian fan. Guardian Yes, sir. And uh, I'm not going to play play it, play anything from her voice message. It's like, probably like three or four minutes long, so we're not going to play the whole thing. But the most interesting thing on it that I want to touch on was she... Last week we talked about um, what her favorite curse curse word might be because she said bullshit a few times in her in her voicemail and I thought it sounded just cool having someone <laughs> say bullshit like you know yeah bullshit bullshit a couple times in her in her uh, voicemail I thought that was dope but um, she gave like a little brief background on uh, what it's like uh, a little bit a uh, background on uh, Australian history and what's going on there, which I would like to delve into, but we just don't really have the time for it. But she hit us with, like, a tip that's not a tip, but, like, a little note saying that uh, in Australia, apparently uh, the word root, R-O-O-T, is, like, slang for, like, fuck for them. Like, intercourse fuck? Fuck in general. Like, just the word fuck. Like, Like, most of the ways in which we use fuck, they say root. Instead of fuck. All right. So like, so. She said it was funny that when we say like we're rooting for a team, really want to like <laughs> fuck our team. Yeah, like like want to <laughs> fuck our team. Like fuck isn't like intercourse. Like we want to fuck our team. I don't know. But I thought that was so dope to, to learn like a different vulgar term because I, I love vulgar terms and like so now I kind of want to walk around just saying like root this and root that and is it? I think they spelled it. She say spelled it R. Yeah, it's spelled the same way. R O T. No, oh, okay. two O's. Yeah. She, oh, okay. Maybe I, I heard it wrong. I thought she said they spelled it different. No, I spelled the same way. And I thought that I thought that was so dope. Like he said something like if you there's like one way that maybe we say it that, that they don't, but for the most part, she said like ninety percent of the way that we use fuck, they say root instead. So I kind of want to walk around saying like you know. I want to root the shit out of this bitch, uh, you know. <laughs> like if I ever like cross, you, you if I cross paths with uh, Jill Scott, I root her into. I root her for the best two minutes of my life. Like I'm gonna fucking root her titties and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I root that. Yeah. yeah, I root her. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm I can think of. A million different ways in which we could use fuck in a specific context, but I don't know if root would apply in all of those. I but think I to start the idea just... of like sending root into my lexicon is like a, a way of saying fuck. Like that's intriguing to me. I'm gonna start just yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm start uh, changing my fuck to root. Yeah, just kind of see how that goes across, and just just kind of root with people, you know. See. <laughs> see how they <laughs> yeah. See how they see how they deal see, with that. You're already using it. Yeah, context, I'm all our eyes. Smooth transition. Yeah, roof I like this shit. I like rural people. Roof this shit. Yeah, so that's that's kind of wanna, what I want to do with that. I thought that was dope. I, I, I there's a lot of other things in her in her voice message that I thought were dope, but that was my favorite aspect of it. And I think I'm going to listen to her tonight before I go to sleep. Maybe be soothing or something. Yeah. And it still stands that she's still the most awesome fan that we have. So, all the way from there. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot for any of you other fans to. to I, top, I, I, to do awesome I do challenge. I do challenge you though. Yeah, yeah. You can leave a voicemail that's better than right. Uh, talking, giving us new curse words in a different uh, 
in a different context or in a different uh, language. Well, no, we do, well, not we, different language. So we language. will listen. Accent, so. a different accent. That'd be dope. Uh, but then we had an email that, because we talked about last week about um, how uh, Jay-Z, how this is like this intense love for Jay-Z and that I didn't understand why, how people would look at Jay-Z's recent discography and say they would choose him over, you know, somebody like Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole or something like that. And we got a email response about that that I thought was interesting that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to read. It says, "Oh wait, um, it's from uh, this one. Uh, you said it was your cousin, yeah, Steve. Does he have a Twitter name that you want to shout out? Or? Yeah, his. Tw- it's funny. I was just trying to search his Twitter name. Uh, Go ahead and do that. It is Stevie D underscore Reed." R E I D. That's too many characters. Yeah. <laughs> Stevie D underscore read. Alright, so what he said was uh I can't stand these rap nut nut huggers. Wow, nut huggers. <laughs> uh, I like I can't one. stand these rap nut huggers just as much as you guys can't. But I actually have a reason why I would choose Jay Z over J. Cole or Kendrick. I absolutely agree that Jay Z's best album without any reasonable doubt and reasonable doubt was in quotes because it's a play on his first album. It's nice play on words. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely agree that Jay's best album without any reasonable doubt is and always will be the Black Album. So he's saying the Black Album is his best album, not reasonable doubt. To me, it is his most complete album, and that is where he should have left off. But the business side of it... No, the business side of me understands why he kept making albums after that. He was hot. Why not capitalize on it? Okay, let me answer the question because I understand the maturation of Jay-Z and... For hours. Because he could discuss the maturation of Jay-Z for hours. Here's why Jay-Z will always get my vote. As weird as it may sound, Jay-Z's music has always been a step above the others. No, he isn't the most lyrical as Nas or an Eminem, but he has been the most consistent. That kind of pa- that kind of paused me, because I'm like, if you say that the Black Album was his best album, and that came out in like, who knows, 1999, More recent whatever. than other ones. Right? Yeah, how is he most consistent if he hasn't put out an album that strong and that long, but whatever, reading on. Consistent in his attempts to change culture as it relates to the rap game. I really hate to refer to it as that, but you feel me. He is always discussing and conveying new trends in hip-hop, even though most of it will be and is always and is rejected by the masses. I get sick of buying a new rapper CD and it sounds exactly the same as the next dude. I get tired of hearing about Blunts, Bitches, and Bentleys. Shit we've been hearing about that same shit since the 80s and 90s when dudes rapping about blunts, bitches, and benzes. So it's refreshing to hear a consistent rapper talk about something that is new and actually pertains to his life. Too many thug rappers live in seven-figure homes, driving $300,000 cars, rapping about trapping in the hood. I love J. Cole and Kendrick. I love J. Cole and Kendrick as a lyrical monster that most may not understand his depth, but they, but they are still new to me. It would take a few more hours before I give them the nod. Furthermore, as a lyricist is involved, Andre 3000 needs to be in most of your discussion because he is grossly overlooked. But shit, these kids days, these kids nowadays think Chief Keith and Soldier Boy are the face of hip hop. Somebody needs a Superman. These hoes. <laughs> so my thought on that is like, um, the idea that Jay Z's topic, his range of topics, have changed, and that's true, but. Being diverse and changing with the times, to me, 
don't make his previous albums any better. Like, it's like, yeah, he has changed. He's, you know, he used to talk about selling drugs. He used to talk about whatever. But now he's talking about, you know, I got art in my house and I, you know, do this and I do that. These things that are a little bit more sophisticated yeah. than what everybody else does. But when it comes right down to it, the music isn't that really any good to me anymore. It's, it's mediocre. And, like, he... I mean, we didn't talk about Andre. Andre 3000 is, to me, yeah, he's great lyrically. But uh, he's not, you know, Andre 3000 not putting out music regularly. You're not doing anything. So, I mean, he did a lot of features and stuff. I, I, get, what he's, I get what he's saying, though. You know, I, I've always looked for other artists. You know, Jay-Z, you know, will go down as probably one of the best, you know, people who, who've done it. But I always look for new artists because I'm always, you know, just looking for new music in, in general. And I don't think I could ever put, you know, uh, a Kendrick or J. Cole or any anyone of that, you know, nature, new rappers, you know, on the same level as Jay-Z. But I think you have, you know, different times. And Jay-Z peaked, you know, a few albums ago. And so you had a thing where your rappers are... You could tell they're hungry when some of the albums they come out with. You know, Jay Z doesn't have to be hungry anymore. You know, what I'm saying he he's risen to success. You know, he's married one of the better chicks out there. You know, he's you know he's accomplished so much. He owns his own masters. When he got with with Def Jam, his deal with Def Jam. I don't know if he took a he took less money, but I think in the contract it's like once he was. I think 10 years after he did the initial uh, contract with uh, Def Jam to be the VP or whatever, the president, the end of that was that at the end of that, uh, 10 years after that, he would be able to own all his masters. So he became a great businessman with that because he did the 10 year with with Def Jam, ended that, and then, you know, 10 years later happened, you know, he was able to have all his own masters, which is really big in music because you have all these wayward ass contracts where a per uh, a, a a a label owns all your shit like with Prince Prince didn't even own his fucking name so he had to like you know go as artist artist formerly known as and everything he made with that was just you know property i think Warner Brothers or some shit you know so i mean he, he he would definitely go down to the greatest, one of the greater rappers, and I can see what he's saying. But at the same time, for me, and I, you know, I think for him too, it's probably a lot of people. You know, you look for new stuff. You know, a lot of times, you know, like I say, I think a lot of artists, you know, Nas and and the Jay Zs and uh, you know other rappers of you know they peaked and they're just, you know they're on a decline, but they still make music people listen to. So I don't know, but. Again, thanks, Cuz, for the uh, for the inquiry. Uh, and my so only forth. my only issue with it is like it seems more like a statement to Jay Z's legacy more than the music he's making now. Yeah, like with his music now is still like none of that's really relevant. Like when it comes right down to it, the shit he's making now just is is not up to it's not up to par. So it's like yeah, he might be talking about something different. He might be talking about something that's not what you know, say a Kendrick Lamar or whatever it's talking about, but when it boils down to it, his music is just not up to par. And, and I feel like he co-signed me but didn't when he said, like, the Black Album was his last great album, but... 
it's like, well, how do you really finish that butt? Mm-hmm. Like, if his last great album was 10 years ago, and it's more than that, if his last great album was 10 years ago, then why are we still choosing him over somebody who's putting out great albums right now? Right. And then, and then it leads to, you know, I don't know if people have the assumption that you can only be a fan of one person forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, you know, you could be a fan of uh, Jay-Z and Stephanie be a fan of, you know, J. Cole and, and Big Crit and Kendrick and shit like that. So Yeah. Uh, we have any more uh, emails? No, that's it. I really have nothing else over here. Uh, did you want to touch on this TV shit real quick before we wrap up? Oh, so I've been watching uh, Sons of Anarchy lately. Uh, and I purposely waited to watch Sons of Anarchy because I've heard so many things about, you know, characters and storylines and stuff like that. And I didn't want to, you know, have spoilers and shit like that. And it's a fucking awesome show. I don't want to put it, you know, put a number on like best shows and stuff because, you know, I've watched so many great series from Dexter to Breaking Bad to, you know, The Wire and I mean, The Wire to me is still my favorite show ever. Uh but Southern Anarchy is pretty dope. I didn't think I'd be able to get into the whole biker gang uh show, you know, just because of the you know the concept of it, but it's definitely a good show. The writers are great, and uh, I've been en- thoroughly enjoying watching that show. Uh, between that and then the second season of Orange is New Black just coming out, you know, I've been kind of like toggling between both of those. Um, but I love it, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of it. Uh, I'm a, I really want to, I, I probably will, I'll probably finish watching uh um, some of that archie before the new season starts I actually be current for a change but I'm all, I had cable for years so I wasn't watching shows I didn't watch The Wire until it was like three years three four years after the fact <laughs> or whatever but I've and I've watched The Wire probably a good three or four times Shit. Um, since it's been that's one of those things where you know you go watch it and then you say you know what I'm not gonna watch it for like at least another year or two just so I can like be you know f- forget some stuff you know then I go back and watch The Wire and I just go all, all the way through although I didn't when I initially watched season 2 I didn't watch that season for a while after <laughs> because season 2 I mean it was different but That's you know right now, season two. yeah season 2 was different but season 2 was the a needed season like you can't watch the, you can't skip season 2 and watch the rest of the show and, and, I mean, if, if you don't want to know what, what certain people came from or, you know, a, a lot of that shit, it ties in so well. But it was, you know, you go from every season other than season two was a predominantly black cast and, you know, things of that nature and the storylines and stuff like that. But season two ties all that shit in. So, but the only, only thing I haven't watched now, which is so common now, is, uh, Game of Thrones, which I know you watch. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> so, if you watch Game of Thrones, we would have a whole episode about it. But since you don't, I just got to sit here and just stew in my <laughs> stew in my juices about how much I love Game of Thrones. Yeah, everybody talks about Game of Thrones is pretty good, and I, I don't want to get into it now until I, I probably could start the early seasons, like season one or season two, but. 
I'm going to try to get caught up with uh, um, Sons of Anarchy. Then I'm going to try to get caught up with Orange New Black. I do want to... Oh, I think uh, Luther has new season. Which I think... The I'm last gonna, season was on Netflix. Right? Okay. Yeah, so I think Luther has new season. So I'm going to probably try to catch up with that one as well. But I'm just trying to avoid the spoilers. I just don't want to hear shit. I already got... I already got... Twitter. I already got... Uh, um, a spoiler from uh, Sons of Anarchy that I didn't want to... I actually kn- knew about that certain spoiler we saw earlier, but I just... I forgot, and so I got reminded of it. So it like, had no relevance to you. Fuck. You heard it, and you're like, I don't know what that is, who who that is. Yeah, whatever. but now it's like I heard it, and I'm like, shit, fuck, man. So that's one... And, it, you know, it's, it's a major spoiler, you know, but... um, end, I'm not going to be of that. I'm not, I'm not cut of that cloth to... Uh, to get out sport and so I won't but I will say that Southern Anarchy is definitely a dope ass series and uh definitely I suggest that cause it's all on Netflix up to like season 6 or uh, season yeah, 5 yeah 6 yeah so I'll probably watch uh Game of Thrones probably about end of the summer or something and just get into it yeah. when I can just watch just it full yourself. through and not you know worry about shit I remember most of I don't even I think I've I know I know one or two characters from something. I mean, I'm sorry from uh, Game Game of Thrones, but I don't know enough that I can actually watch it and be good. So. No, there's no way. There's too many characters. You, you, there's no way any sport that could come across that would that you will remember. So I'll start it maybe in a couple of months or so. Get ready for your life to change. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a better man now that I watch Game of Thrones. A better person. <laughs> like life has gotten better. My <laughs> well, life know. is completely better and completely changed now that I love Game of Thrones. So yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Uh, did you watch uh, the last uh, episode of uh, Catfish? Um. Yeah, I did. It was whack. I think I watched it today. And oh, the one old girl being faked out. The yeah. Funeral and shit. Well, first off. I thought that she, you know, the story was, uh, if you haven't watched it, it was about a, you know, a, some like CD or E-list celebrity who's played in a couple of movies and had a chick who was, uh, you know, a super fan. She made another account, made a chick die of cancer and all kind of stupid shit. So it wasn't like relationship-wise. It was just uh, a person wanted to find out more information about the girl and why did she do what she do. And I was just sitting there watching the episode like, oh, this is so fucking whack. Yeah, it's a wag episode. And then there's always some like I don't know, man. It's some like overweight chick that always catfish everybody or some yeah, shit. You said you said catfish is, is just not a good look for for, for big chicks, man. No, nah, it's the it's not it's, it's it it tends to be some plus size chick that you know does some dumb shit or whatever. I'm like, man, this is making it bad for plus size. Plus size women should boy should boycott. Uh. Absolutely. Oh, did you see in the episode too that uh, you know, because they went back to Cali, which is their I guess their their home or whatever, and he actually had a girlfriend. Who? Neve. Neve had a girlfriend. In the episode, it, it was one of the, um when they was about to leave to go to. I didn't uh, see the whole episode. When they was about to leave, when they was about to leave to go to Philly, no, it I was didn't at see that. his house or whatever. He kissed his girlfriend. I'm like, shit. I guess that throws out. Well, it doesn't completely throw yeah. out. Yeah, but I guess that it, it doesn't mean it, it's not. It, it means it puts that he's a pause not. On our, it, it, means that he's not it means that he's not. It means that he's not exclusively gay, right? Because um, I, I always thought he was fucking Max or something. Um, that is none of that is out of the question. It just gives us a reason to pause on it. 
I just think that they just get one room when they go out. <laughs> like Neve and Max is just like you know they're like you want two double beds like no we'll take the single queen. It's <laughs> 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 the single queen that we just you know I mean, they just do they're so they do questionable shit every fucking episode. I just think I mean and that's just it that's just thing whatever. But you know even when you know I kind of think when I was uh I was talking about fiance and I was telling her like. Well, shit, he's gay. I'm like, he's not gay. And she's like, well, shit, he wasn't gay when he did the, uh, you know, the initial documentary because he yeah, was, you know, movie. pursuing, you know, the movie pursuing that girl. And I'm like, well, that just means he's possibly bi. But I don't know. I, I think that they, they had a, a few drinks and Max came out with that little punk. Why does Max always hold that fucking camera now? He does not have to hold that little <laughs> punk ass hand camera. The little point and shoot, the point and click shit. Like, yeah. dude, we get it, man. We know the show already. What the fuck was that? I don't know. That shit was fast as fuck. If if it was a rat, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. That shit was fast as hell. Yeah. Fucking I, road runners ran across the fucking driveway. Alright, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we gonna wrap it up. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mice shook. Yeah, that shit. You don't, you don't play with rats and mice and shit. That shit shook me. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> same deal we say every week, man. Follow, like, subscribe, all that shit. iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, yeah, all that shit. Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, all so that forth. Shit. Thanks for listening and uh, emails, emails, uh, questions, and um. We're yeah. we're we planning on having a uh, a special guest. This yeah, next, we next we're trying episode. to start having people on now. So, a lo- enough people have have poked at us to try to get on the show, and you know whatever. We're gonna start trying to have people on now. Try to spice things up. We want to establish ourselves as, you know, give everybody a good idea of what we do and. You know what to expect, and now that we kind of set a tone of what what this is going to be like, now we're ready to you know have other people on. So we're probably going to start having guests next week, hopefully. And uh, we uh, I uh, was chatting, uh, well, messaging with a potential guest that we're going to have on our next show, and uh, it's all good. So you know he's ready, and uh, we will uh, <clears throat> do a call in and see how that goes, and if and that it goes well, we'll start trying to do call in on uh, a few episodes. So Yeah, so if, if this works out how we want, we can have a nice conversation about feminism, which is a very hot topic. Yeah, it, it, it can go down. So <clears throat> so that could be that could be a that could be a good one. So so if you if you if you really would like to be a guest, uh a call in, you know, message us, you know, give us a topic. <laughs> <Message> Otis. <laughs> I don't want to hear you, motherfuckers, man. <laughs> message, message, message me, and uh, or message the uh, the email or uh, or DM or Facebook inbox. Because or... I'll tell you, we thinking about it. I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we might have you on. I'm thinking, like, fuck this nigga. <laughs> I mean, fuck this uh, <laughs> something that's not the n word. Fuck this n word, not n word person. Yeah. Uh, so let us know uh, again. And, uh, we uh, thanks everybody for listening, uh, and we. Uh, Check with y'all sometime next week. Yeah, next week, Game of Thrones season finale. (laughs) Peace.